There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Other Voltaire Sante, which of course is French for to your health or for your health, and Other Voltaire Sante, Chris. Sante, Mark, um, I should be able to do better. Um, I'm heading to uh, to France in a few months. Um, Paris, to be exact, for for a little while. Well, only three days. You're a star. You know how it is. Um, so I'll be I'll be you know using all of my French um, whilst I'm there. And when I say all of my French, bonjour. I've just used it. Sava. <laughs> uh, uh, oui. Anyway, this is the Gin and Jandos oh, podcast, oh, oh, oh. not um, not some Kiwi's butcher French. Well, you're not even Kiwi, which makes it worse. You probably studied French. I did, at, uh, school. yeah, for two years, and I was two terrible years. at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Gin and Jandos podcast, which is the best podcast in the world about New Zealand gin. Um, not wearing jandals tonight, Chris, although they are at the door, as, as we, we like to establish. Um, don't wear your jandals inside. And it's an exciting night, Chris. It's an exciting, an exciting night. A jubilant yes. night. Well, yeah, there's a many night. celebrations. A yes. A night of what? A night of mystery, um, intrigue. The night of Wednesday night. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there must be something exciting happening somewhere in the world. Um, I can tell you that it's not in this very small corner of the world. Um, but sometimes Wednesdays are just Wednesdays, aren't they? Well... Especially on a short week. Um, mm. yeah. But on a short week, a Wednesday feels much more like a Tuesday, I always think. It does, and you keep missing up. And then you realise you've got still 40 hours of work to do in, in 32 yeah. hours. Well, actually, 50 hours of work to do in 32 hours. Um, and you regret holidays, which is just bizarre. But why? I know, it's I terrible, really isn't it? rat race. <laughs> um, and that's why we drink gin. <laughs> it is. And this one, this is an interesting gin, Mark, and I am going to lay my cards on the table from the outset. I have not tried this gin. No, well, and I you didn't like even it. know which one it is. No, and I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it already. I like that. Yeah, I don't like it already, and I haven't even tried it. Yeah. Prove me wrong. This was a this was a brave choice. Now, uh, last episode, it was mentioned that um, I had kind of not contributed as many gins to the podcast as you have as you have contributed mm-hmm. uh, partly because mm. I don't drink as much as you do um, mm. but also uh, yeah many heritage reasons about Scotland um, that are completely false and racist almost <laughs> um, I'm tempted to ask more but I'm not going to <laughs> anyway so I sent you two gins Chris two you did. Gins. And when uh, they arrived, but, because you, you didn't send them in, in their original bottles, you sent them in a, you know, well, some, some tonic water bottles, to be, to be honest. But yes. um, one was with label, one was out without, and you, you just basically, uh, I had to guess what they were. Yeah, yeah. I basically biffed them in the box and sent them to you yeah. and thought, oh, he'll sort this out. And this is what you're going to mm-hmm. do on air, Chris. It's a, mm. it's a live uh, testing of how is your nose? It's good, thank you. Um, and <laughs> the gin we're going to do tonight of the two is the Dancing Sands Savon Blanc, mm. um, which, of course, is why we opened in French. It was. Uh, because we like to butcher the French language. Um, 
And yeah, so on air, Chris, you have to sniff, taste of the two. Well, I, I think I, th- I think this is through nose alone. Through nose alone, you're through backing yourself alone. there, Chris. That's that's I, a I am. call. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, shall you snifter the? Uh, <laughs> so to be clear, my, my my choice. And it, I think this is going to be fairly easy. My choice is the Dancing Sands Sauvignon Blanc gin, mm-hmm. or the what was it, little bitty, little bitty Swan Dry edition. Swan Dry. So I'm looking for Sauvignon Blanc or slightly sweaty, sweaty kind of Swan Dry. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let's go. Ooh. The first one smells <laughs> like a gin. Brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's now yeah, just just to just to keep the tension going there. Now these mm-hmm. these two we were tried at the uh, gin tasting party I did the other week. Oh, previous episodes. So um, they couldn't tell the difference. Well, um, so are you a more cultured nose? Are you more a gin connoisseur with your well gin-sons? since. The first one smelled like a gin, and the second one smells, I don't know, a little bit like uh, freshly cut grass, maybe a little bit of crisp apple. Um, I'm going to say the second one clearly is the Sauvignon Blanc. And you're a correct, Chris. Yeah, well, to be fair, this was much, much easier than I thought. (laughs) It's that obvious? Well, one's clearly a Sauvignon Blanc, and the other one clearly isn't. Isn't. (laughs) Yeah. So there we go. Uh, the Dancing Sands Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, easy to distinguish by the nose. Although, again, back to my, my, my uncultured friends, maybe, and their um, inability to tell that this was a sav. So, uh, so it's it's quite interesting. So I'm looking at this. Uh, so it's a it's a uh, it's a standard kind of Dancing Sands bottle, which means the shoulders yes. are slightly wider than the hips. Um, yeah. It's got a um, oh. waist, a smaller waist than its shoulders yeah. and butt. It's a it's a <laughs> seven hundred mil, which is kind figure. of standard. ABV, uh, yes. which I mean that's a little less than usual, isn't it? Yeah, forty is kind of standard. Forty, forty-two is kind of standard. So, you know, a few percentage points off there. Um, and then the interesting thing is that the bottle. Seemingly is green. Yes. Now this really put me off when I poured it, poured it out to your share. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually before I poured it, I thought he's going to tell it easily because it's not as it's going to be a bit green. But then mm. I poured it and it's not green at all. No. It's it's quite clear. <laughs> is that kind of is that some kind of magic? How are they doing that? Is it? Well, it's the picture of grapes on the back of the bottle that um, <sighs> reflect the green into the gin, Chris. Cunning. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and uh, for for those who care, it's what is it, about eighty bucks, isn't it? Seventy seventy nine oh, ninety nine thereabouts. Yeah, it's it's between seventy and eighty. It's kind of pricey. Um, uh, how much is the standard? That's the same price. Extent? Same price. Same price. Okay, so you're not yeah. paying more for some Sauvignon Blanc. No. No, and okay. they're um they don't really talk about how they do it. Um, they just say 
that they um have. Well, how, how, go on then. You tell us how, Chris. No, no. I'm saying they're not saying how. They just have. Yes, they have. I think they just stick it in um, sav casks. Well, it, well, interesting enough. They, I mean, Dancing Sands, they're kind of famous-ish for doing quite a lot of flavoured gin. So they have the uh, the sun-kissed gin, which we'll be trying at some point in the future, no doubt. Yep. The I'm a bit nervous about, but I'll give it a go, wasabi gin, which... Um, <laughs> You know that 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 looks that's going to be interesting. Uh, and uh, what else do they do? Um, well, they do a normal gin, Chris. They, well, of course they do a normal dry gin. gin um, and they also do. A, they do a barrel aged gin as well. Yeah. Um, so their their secret is that they have vacuum distilled wine and mm-hmm. blend it with premium gin. So that's why it weakens it down. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, and what can we expect with uh, with the the botanicals, Chris, or as you say, botanicals. Botanicals. Uh, well, um, interesting. So juniper, I mean, given. It's a uh, Coriander seed. Yeah, coriander seed, you know, that's, yeah, good. Angelica root, uh, manuka, cardamom, peppercorn, uh, almond, and licorice root is their kind of base, um, base gin, I guess. Um, interesting that they, they kind of have manuka. Um, and then peppercorn, whereas, you know, we did read and read last week, who I think also had manuka, and then they would have done horopito, horopito. Um, yeah. you know, as, as kind of the native, I guess, botanicals. But, you know, peppercorn, horopito, um, yep, sure. So, I mean, it's a gin's gin, I think. Yeah, it's it's not too many bot- um, botanicals. Like five's no. kind of what we're calling, a, you know, a, a straight gin and... Thirteen plus or ten plus seems to be a Ponzi gin, and this is this is under that. I think this is about seven, eight. Yeah. Um, uh, yep. But, but I would give them points off for um, <laughs> Ponzi description because uh, their description is our dry gin is spice forward with notes of cardamom. Car- spice forward. That's not me saying it poorly. That's how it's written. Spice forward. With notes of cardamom, coriander, and peppercorns, balanced with manuka leaves on the nose and almonds for mouth feel. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone knows what that means, and someone will go, "Oh, yes," uh, but that doesn't sell it to me. But anyway, let's get on with it, Chris. Indeed. Um, I, yeah. Well, from the outset, I've said I don't like it. Um, yeah. Prove, prove me wrong. So we're starting with with neat as usual, neat, and I guess yeah. the, the 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 I don't like it. I'm you know I'm am just not sure you should do this with gin. That's that's kind of my my view. I think you're um, too staid in your ways. I am. But man, it smells smells like a sieve. Like it smells like a. It couldn't be anything else, could it? Hmm. Oh. Ow. <laughs> that burns in more places than I expected. <laughs> do you know what? That's kind of weird, isn't it? Like you, you. What did it, what did it do to you? Oh, I, I didn't mind that actually. Oh no, I hated that. That was disgusting. Um, no, I didn't mind that. Um, it's. I mean, you. It's like it's almost like a really alcoholic sap, right? <laughs> it is. It mine. It burnt the. Back of the mouth, then the throat, then back into the back of the nose, and then continued on burning the back of the throat. Yeah, but every that single burny bit is with 
the taste of a Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, that's I mean, right. There is full of flavour. You, I mean, there's so much flavour. Is it? I mean, yeah. There's. Do a you lot get of anything other there. than Sauvignon Blanc? No, no, nothing at all. Uh, <laughs> not, not the most refined palate. I'm now. I'm now trying to. You know, um, what was it? Um, how's your almondy mouth feel, Mark? Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. There's no how many mouthfeel. I mean, maybe there could be. This is the thing, right? If, if we had just sav and gin without any, and um, obviously juniper, right? Would this taste worse? Um, we, we'll have to assume it does, right? They they don't add the stuff to make it worse. They add it to make it taste better. <laughs> I I don't I don't find that that burny actually. It, it, it's I mean, it's okay. not it's not smooth smooth, but um, no, not read and read smooth. That was <laughs> mm. that was uh, quite an episode last week, but I don't know whether the uh, you know it's was it thirty seven point five or whatever. I don't know yeah. if the slightly less alcohol makes it less burning, possibly. Um, just double check, but I think um, curiosity was um, quite weak as well. That is not weak, but um, it was. I think it's around that 38 or something, wasn't it? Curiosity, no, it's 40, I think. Yeah, 40. 40, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is, I mean, it's 2% though. Mm. I mean, yeah, if you were doing a maths test and you missed 50 by 2%, you'd be upset, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, but shall we get on to tasting it? Uh, not to, uh, yes. Putting yeah. in the tonic. Um, now, yeah. tonic water this week, Chris, for you? Well... Well, so I've, I've, I, I was running out of, uh, of tonic, so I thought to myself, what am I going to do? And uh, after much thought, I thought, I'm going to go East Imperial this week. Yeah. So uh, I've been for quite a little while, uh, I've, been, I've been running with the, um, what have I been running with? I've been running with um, uh, Fever Tree. Sorry, yeah, totally mind blank there. I hate it when your mind goes blank. It was probably the Sauvignon Blanc gin. Um, I've been, yeah, fever treeing, but no, I thought I'm going to do something different, uh, and I've gone with East Imperial, and I like East Imperial. Which, which uh, East Imperial? Which East Imperial? Yes, because coincidentally, Dancing Sands recommends the East Imperial Uzu tonic. Wise Um I, in the same way, I'm a traditionalist about my gin. I'm a traditionalist about my uh, tonics. My tonic. So it is just standard tonic. I'm making a right hash of that ice. I keep my ice in a nice uh, um, thermos kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and it won't come out of the thermos. But it is now out of the thermos. Um, so now, I go. am stepping it sideways, Chris, with my tonic water. Oh, go on. Uh, I am back... Oh, that's interesting. I'm back to the um, to the supermarket brand. Okay. Um, but this is in the 1.5 liter bottle, which is not that empty. Just just so you want. Sorry, that was just East Imperial uh, trying to get out. Now, I must confess, Chris, and I, I actually no, I won't say anything until you've until you've drunken this. Had the first sniff. 
I know this isn't a tonic water uh, review uh, podcast, but I've got to say that that is a very sparkly uh, tonic water. Um, and um, oh, that's interesting. I'm just reading the back. You can go on Spotify and listen to the sound of East Imperial. I'll be doing that later. I can assure you. Um, <laughs> so English. <laughs> well, Remembering the old um, days when you, uh, you know. The well, Empire. Yeah, well, 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 part of the reason this is su- such a popular tonic in uh, in my household, uh, it has, I think, the highest percentage of quinine um, of any kind of gin that you can easily, sorry, of tonic you can easily get your hands on. So it's got a high quinine level. Um, and uh, here in Auckland, um, where um, malaria is rife, um, <laughs> yeah. having a high quinine in your tonic fever. is very important. Um, just... Who makes Eastern Imperial, Chris? Oh. Um, they're in Auckland. Uh, sorry, they're a New Zealand-based company. Yes. Uh, I don't actually know who makes them. I think they're called Eastern Imperial. Okay, it's not Dancing Sands by any chance. I don't believe so. No. Okay. Uh, low sugar, apparently. Um... All right now, are we tasting, Chris? That I, I mean, again, not a not a, a tonic podcast, but actually, that's nice. That tonic. <laughs> um, sorry, we should talk about the gin, shouldn't we? we um, should. I've had a sip. I've had a sip. Yes. And rather annoyingly, I quite like it. <laughs> well. Hate to say it. I mean, what happens? I mean, it's it's not okay. So, this isn't a surprise, really. But when it's neat, it really tastes of Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. And when you yes. dilute it with ice and East Imperial tonic water, it doesn't. I mean, it's still there in the background, a little mm. note of it. It's still there. Um, right. But I mean, I wouldn't necessarily go. This is definitely a gin and tonic. I would say this is. A nice drink. Yes. the um, I must confess that when I first tasted this, I didn't like it at all. I just thought, you know what? That's not for me. And then I was like, actually, I'm going to give this more of a go. Mm. And and force myself to drink more. I mean, it was hard. Hard work, Chris. Oh, um, it's tough, this podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's grown on me to the point where I'm going, hmm, I could do with a Dancing Sands Sauvignon Blanc rather than I would have to do with a gin. Um, yeah, it is different. It is nice. It's annoying. <laughs> I, I, I felt sure I would not like this. Um, I don't like the idea of it. Um, I don't know why you don't like the idea. I, I I was a little bit hesitant in buying it, hoping I'd like it, but I just yeah. Yeah, don't know. Don't know. I just don't like the idea of it. I feel as though it's wrong. I mean, but yeah, that's that's me being wrong. Actually, God, that's annoying. It's actually quite nice. <laughs> And I, I've given you a fair fair chunk of it. Mm. 
Um, so you can. Do you know who it. would love this? The girls. The girls would love this. <laughs> because, so because, because I think it has enough of that Savion Blanc kind, but it doesn't overpower. So you you end up having, mm. you end up having actually quite a nice drink. That, that you would you mm. drink this faster than you would a glass of sev? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, you would. Um, I think I don't think it's because it's lighter. It's like lighter on the palate. You don't get kind of the. I'm, I'm yeah. not a huge sav drink. I used to quite like it, but I, I just not in the mood anymore. Sorry, listeners, that was my dog um, barking at something. Um, yeah, uh, I think it, it's nicer than a it's nicer than a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I quite like this. Do you know what though? Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's getting a bit colder in the evenings and so forth, and. This feels as though it's much more of a, you know, your summer gin, don't you think? Um, I, in, in, well, it, I, in the same way, a delicious, well, in the same way you'd have a delicious glass of Sauvignon Blanc, cool, ice cold, summer sun, you're in your sundress. If <laughs> we were wearing sundresses. Shaved your legs. Yeah, you know. And a gl- legs that out. I can see working really. And this, I think fits into that kind of summer gin story um sitting in front of the roaring fire i'm just not sure if it does fit but it's a little weird to be fair for a wet thursday uh, wet wednesday evening but but you could drink more of it like it's brought a little sunshine to my face i think So yeah, that is the Dancing Sands Savon Blanc Gym. I don't think they're going to put annoyingly nice on the poster, are they? <laughs> but I find it annoyingly nice. Annoyingly nice. Sur- I mean, surprisingly nice. Um, well, disappointingly nice. How about that? Disappointingly nice. That that would definitely work for my kind of gin buyer who likes more traditional gins. Mm. Um, yeah, annoyingly nice. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, I can see myself coming back to it, particularly in the summer. Um, and I, do you know what? This would be cracking, right? Some kind of cocktail. Mm. That'd be really nice. There's, um, it gives you options, doesn't it? I'm looking forward to our whole summer season of podcasts where we just do cocktails. <laughs> Now, it, this one, gold in the London Spirits Competition in 2022, Chris, which is pretty impressive. I mean, London's pretty old. And it's got a lot of spirits and ghosts and ghouls. Um, so winning gold is pretty impressive. Uh, there's a joke that doesn't get old. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I, I, I don't want to. I think we need to do a bit more research into the uh, the Spirit Awards because getting gold doesn't seem all that hard. And I don't mean that about this particular gin. I just mean in general, like how many gins have we reviewed that have won gold at some point in the other? 
Those spirits that score 90 plus points receive a gold medal. So it's not like the Olympics where there's only one gold. If you score between 76 and 89, then you receive a silver. And if you're between 65 and 75, you get a bronze. So, Mark, it's not I think, actually. Do you know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to, oh, hang on. Hang on. Aren't you going to Europe soon, Chris? I am. Uh, let's just look when the. Oh, that's the 2023 London Spirit Competition. Um, it's 2022. They probably had it. In fact, they, they have, have had it. Otherwise, they can't have won gold. No, they have because um, there is another gin that we'll be trying soon that I know won double gold. What on earth is um, double gold? I mean, are they just making this up? Yeah. I don't know. We, we really need to do an episode on the uh, World Spirit Awards just to understand what the heck they are. Um, <laughs> watch out for that one, listeners. Uh, coming to a podcast uh, near you soon. It must be a one. different one because there's only um, – Ah, the special awards. Uh, oh, that's only 90 points. I think what we need to do, Mark, and uh, we'll, we'll – we'll, yeah, we'll, We'll announce it here first. Um, we need to do the New Zealand Spirit Awards, or the New Zealand Gin Awards, maybe. They already um, exist. And, well, you and I host it. So uh, we just get... Spirits Awards. Yeah, people just send us... Yeah, is that is that a thing? The NZ Spirit Awards is a thing. But Spirit Awards, it, so in, NZ, dot NZ. Yeah, but we're not, we, we're not judges. We haven't been invited, so it can't be No, a thing. we haven't. Well, the, I don't know if they want the, the common people... I think they wanted to know oh, what is it? What was that thing? Mouthful? What was the? Oh, mouthfeel. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to do the um, the. It's got a slightly sweet taste, doesn't it? I've just had another mouthful. Hmm. Mouthful, not enough mouthfeel. Um, it's got a slightly sweet. Sweetness to it. Interesting. Yep. Uh, I like it. Then yeah, if you go back to uh, yeah. another gin, you'll you'll notice a distinct difference, and you'll you'll be forced to choose. Um, oh, I when I was pushing him. this against the uh, the um, little bitty Swan Dry, mm-hmm. um, I found them really distinctive. Do you know, just just because I know our listeners care, and I have it here, I'm just going to try a little bit of little bitty Swan Dry. What colour swan dry was it? It's red and black, the classic. Oh, the classic. I was always a blue and black fan. Well, the swan dries I had were always blue and black. Uh, interesting, I've always been green and black. Yeah, that's an unusual one. No, I like it. Maybe People you like can hide better out. with it. No, I like hiding. Hmm. Hmm. Different, isn't it? Like, it, it's a contrast. You can taste the check. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Do you know, whenever you talk about swan dries, it's the time I had to transport a calf in the back of a van while holding it while it was bleeding on me and got blood on so my So did you say dry. a calf? Yes, a calf. God, this is a good podcast. People, I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, your average gin drinker, you know, are they going to have bleeding calves? I doubt it. Just Unless one of they've them. just had, yeah. had to hold it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, blood washes out there. Little little water cleanses off the steed. Is a quote from Macbeth, Lady Macbeth, in fact. 
Um, I cannot think of a, a more highbrow way to end this podcast than a quote from um, Macbeth. Macbeth, yeah, the great mm. Scottish play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was Dancing Sands. Uh, what did we say? Annoyingly nice? And not in- annoyingly nice. Yeah. Annoyingly nice. Um, Just gosh, nice. I- yeah, it's good, isn't it? You're going to have to go and share it with your, your good lady here indoors. I am, actually. Go, um, actually, try this. And she'll go, I don't feel like a chin and say, yeah, but try this. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think... I think it's well worth it. If you are, if you like your Sauvignon Blanc, and I'm sure people do, if you like your Sauvignon Blanc, but you don't want another Sauvignon Blanc because you've, you've just done five glasses of Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> right? And you want to try something a little different. I reckon this is going to be pretty. I wonder if you can get it in yep. bars. This would be the perfect thing in a bar, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. I can see a nice Auckland bar, you know, in the summer. This would be a classic or, choice. Or adding to gin collection, like something different. Hey, you've tried this and you've tried this. Why don't you try this one? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that is that is the gin. Dancing Sands, this is the Gin and Jandal podcast. And uh, we are saying avantre sante. Au revoir. Yes, as far as I'm going to go. (laughs) All right, then. Uh, Until next time, see you later. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.